Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Matt. Before we get started with this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that our 2013 Holiday Geek Gift Guide is live at mattandbrettlovecomics.com. Head on over there and check that out. We compiled some of the most fun things that we think would make for great stocking stuffers. Uh, Presents under the tree, gifts around the menorah, late turkey presents, early New Year's presents, maybe a birthday somewhere in there, or a just because. There's a lot of really fun stuff on there. We compiled stuff ourselves. I may have went a bit overboard. And we also got some of our past guests to contribute some gifts as well. We will have all of that stuff linked on the website, so please go check that out. It'll be a lot of fun, and let us know what you think uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on the site itself, wherever you can. Thanks so much, and enjoy this week's episode. Hooray! Broadcasting from New York City, home of the Chitauri invasion. Where were you when they fell from the sky? It's Matt and Brett Love Comics. I was in a movie theater. I, oh, I got stuck in the pay toilet at Shake Shack. No, in right, one of our Square guests Park. would have died. What's that? One of our guests would have died in that attack. Who? They hit Grand Central, right? Oh, yeah. What? No? Oh, man. This is, of course, uh, one half of your hosting team, Matt. Oh, this is Brett. Did you forget? I don't know. Did you I forget we're hosting a show? Staring wistfully at my scarf. Wistfully? I don't know. What was going through your head? No, actually, literally nothing. Literally nothing. All right. That was one. That was one of the few moments of clear-headedness I've had in a while. And I just busy. ruined it for you. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> Destroyed your serenity. So busy. I wanted a break. Apparently I'm not going to be able to get a break on this podcast. Uh, Apparently I'm going to have to contribute and not sleep. This theme of this episode is going to be Brett slowly melting down over the next hour. Uh, this is being... I mean, we'll shatter the illusion of this being live. You're all living in a post-Thanksgiving world. We are currently living in a pre-Thanksgiving world. Oh, man. What's it like on the other side, what you guys? What is it like How on the other side? How was that trip to fan? Did you survive uh, Black Friday? Welcome to Thanksgiving. Hope you survived the experience. Yes. Should we just pretend that we are eating Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> that's good. That's a num, really good num, idea. Num. Just make a bunch of slurping noises. That's how. That's, that is how you sound when you eat, too. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, 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 nom. I am from the South. That's true. Um, Matt and Brett Love Comics, of course, is the show where we take comics and talk comics with comics. This week is no exception. Joining us in the podcast booth, booth, we'll call it a booth, Yeah. Uh, today are uh, two of our dear friends uh, and fellow members of Left Handed Radio. We have, uh, returning to the show, Ms. Anna Rubinova. Hello! She was on one of our first episodes of this year, or our first episode of this year. That's true. Uh, you can jump into the Gotham Central episode where we read Half a Life with her and Nicole Dressel. I don't know why I had to yell hello. No, it was great for the levels. Yeah, it's great for the so levels. Just, so like, I should just yell yeah, I mean, the Well, not time. yell, but yeah, yeah. you want to project. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then! Yeah, because no one, no one that's listening to this is going to be in this room, so you want to make sure that they can hear it. Yeah. Can I just get closer? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, also joining us in the room today, uh, one of my favorite uh, writers and comedians, uh, also um, one of the geniuses behind Left Handed Radio, Mr. Adam Bozarth. So is it a room or a booth? <laughs> well, what is it to you? A chamber. It's more a chamber. All right. Which, uh, one of the 36 or just <laughs> No, a... I, I think just its own. Is that a okay. Harry Potter reference? That's a Wu-Tang that's reference. Wu-Tang oh, okay. Reference. So that's me. You say Wu-Tang, I go Harry Potter. Yeah. And I don't know much about either of them. <laughs> Guys, why is <laughs> Was there the not... Chamber of Secrets one of the 36 chambers? Maybe. That's a great question. Let's name all 36. 
yeah. Secrets, podcast chamber, snitches, secrets, snitches, uh, and other snitches, other snitches. Of snitches. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then the bitches, <laughs> bitches, yep, bitches, witches, st- stitches. Uh, Phil Donahue, pot, <laughs> pot chamber. There's the Phil, Phil Donahue, Donahue chamber. chamber. Where do you Where do you think he's been? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's chamber pots. Am I doing this right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I miss. I misunderstood the podcast when you said chamber. pot. Yep. There's the turkey chamber. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> I wish you could have seen his face oh, when no. he just did that just now. I like uh, how we're like, oh, they're going to name all 36. That's your listeners. Like, they are, they're definitely going to name all 36. <laughs> and then we, we stopped We stopped when it was just past annoying. We did like mm-hmm. eight. Oh, jeez. I don't even know how many. Some of them are be updating our wiki. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Pertinent, Someone... pertinent chamber you guys have information. A wiki? You guys have a wiki? I'm sure. And at some point, like, it's like the modern day Andy Warhol is like everyone gets... Everyone gets a wiki. Does yeah, LA we're clearly. Have a wiki? I don't. I don't know if we do. We we're clearly not good proprietors of our <clears throat> own brand. If we're but like, do we? That's not something. Us. Yeah, that's not something that you put together as the. Oh creator. man, I remember that's I wanted to handwrite a Wikipedia. Not handwrite hand, it. What? In, in a word, not handwrite. I guess Word doc, but still, like I like in two thousand five, six, seven. I wanted to make a Wikipedia for my comic book universe that I created. Yeah, and instead of. I don't know how to do HTML or websites. I was going to just make a Word doc that was the Wikipedia of all of the things. I love it. You can make a Wikipedia. So, I know I can make I did not know that then. This was like six, six like years that, ago. That just sounds like a document. Like yeah, were, I was making a document. That's just an encyclopedia. Like a, or a college re- essay. Sad is what it was. It's <laughs> <laughs> not sad. You guys know about Brett's, uh, like Brett's spreadsheet, right? I is... wanted, in high school, I... I <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no, I started it and I have to keep going. I, I started writing a thing called the uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that, about yourself? About myself and the world I inhabited. Like Most my people friends. write a diary. No, I was going to do it. And I wrote a couple of entries. A diary's not friends. ambitious enough. An entire no, encyclopedia. No, I mean, it's just yeah. that's a peek into how your mind works. Is not, it's not linear, it's categorical. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might just steal that idea. I'll just call it the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, there you there go. There you go. See? That's Annika. good. Left Handed Radio is a sketch comedy podcast. Yeah, which you're listening to right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we all do. You might have seen um, the uh, Batman is a Terrible Liar video. Yeah, that was the first episode of our deal with uh, Above Average. We have a... I thought you were going to say that was our first episode of our deal with it. Our deal. <laughs> our deal with. <laughs> and, and hey, comic book fans, check out all of the pod too. There's going to yeah. be yeah. three more. When's There's the next one hit? Uh, this, this is going up the Sunday after Thanksgiving. This is going up today, the December sixth. I want to say so, is when the third one comes the out. The last one comes out on the eleventh. So if we want to subtract a week, it might be December third. Yeah. Hey, the last two episodes will be out in December. We're still sort of fine-tuning the end of the schedule with our animator, uh, Mr. Rich Chappell, who's also a big comic book the fan. The wonderful Mr. Rich Chappell. Yeah. Yeah, he complimented me on my um, Madrox Gmail Google avatar. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should change that. You've Why? had it for like six years. I've never had anything other than the Madrox symbol. Because, again, let's just keep diving into the weird way yes. my brain works. Yes. I feel like... The way people used uh, Google icons in 2007 when I got Gmail has changed. <laughs> from what so, to what? From, from, you know, whimsical, you know, avatars, which would be like multiple man's 
logo. Yeah. When I had to now like headshots or like pictures of yourself. I mean, I guess it's within our community of people. Which yeah. Is much more, which is much more headshot prone than yeah. most other yeah. places in the country. And also, it's tied into Google Plus now. Yeah. Which yeah. is not fun. Like. Which is more like a Google minus. It's a Google minus. <laughs> I don't, is what it is. Yeah, I don't Are they gonna hear this? Yeah. Oh. Google. Well, we're not putting it up on Google. <laughs> But Google can find it. Google will find it. Yeah, Google is the is a search engine. He's yeah. like Uatu the. Hello. Oh, oh boy. Frau Verbissena from Austin Powers. Yeah, I come from Google. Oh. And I want to delete your podcast. Okay, well, guys. Well, it's not it. even up yet. We've already heard it. You heard it already? We've already decided to delete your podcast. How did you already hear it? They listen to every podcast live as it records. This seems... chamber is bugs no. in it. Oh, this is the bug chamber. <laughs> bug guard podcast chamber. Chamber is bugs in it. <laughs> chamber is bugs in it. Get out of here! <laughs> um, I did it. So great the, job, uh, Anna. You're welcome. Batman is a terrible liar is um, a thing you've probably seen. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We was... also did um, we, we did an episode together, and I kind of want to talk about this briefly. We did an okay. episode called Tales from the Long Box, uh, which was mostly comic book sketches. It was all comic book sketches. And mm-hmm. I, of course, when we decided to do that, I think that my comic, my uh, Venn diagram of erections couldn't have been uh, more excited. <laughs> okay, Whoa. before you started that sentence, I was like, he's going to say boner. <laughs> And then, said, and then you said Venn diagram. I was like, oh, okay, he's not going that direction. And then you said Venn diagram of erections. I was it like, okay. sounds like it would hurt. It, yeah. Are there other erection graphs? Well, there's the line erection graph. The yeah, classic, yeah. The classic. The classic. You don't classic. want like a dot. The, the bar. X, the the X bars. Y, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, pi. Pi, pi erection. Yeah. Get that checked. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a really, uh, that was an exciting day. Yeah. Did you guys talk about it on this show specifically? We've mentioned it. We plugged that okay. shit. Yeah, yeah, we, pl- we plugged right. it. We, so, we plugged that shit. Um, what do you guys, uh, what, what was the challenge like for you guys kind of diving into that? How did you approach it? Well, to be honest, I don't think I did really. It, it sounded like a great idea in my head and then I think that month was just really busy and I was like, <laughs> I'll just let Matt and Brett take care of it. But I liked <laughs> I liked coming up with the pitches and I thought the pitches were pretty good. I just mm-hmm. didn't have time to execute them. So we sure. improvised a few of them. So that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but I mean it was fun. I I, I think What were the uh, pitches? Wasn't there there were some really deep cut ones. Wasn't there like a Transmetropolitan one or something? Oh boy, I, doubt I don't, that. I, I don't know what I don't know Was what kind of hay you can make out of that. <laughs> hey, that, it what doesn't. you didn't like Transmetropolitan? What's your problem it with Warren Ellis? Pre- it gets His a little preachy. Oh, okay, in the, yeah. like fourth or fifth. Okay, right? like it just. That's fair. I, I don't know what it is, but it just. There's becomes, one. I didn't like it after early. every panel. Warren Ellis just goes, "Get it." <laughs> uh, like I, I do, I do. He is Warren. my. He's probably my favorite comic book writer. Transmetropolitan. I have not read all of. Cause oh I really? Can, I love everything else he's done. Not everything else, because he's done. He doesn't stop working. It's true. <laughs> he's done so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when he was the guest of honor at Wizard World Chicago, and I was just like trying to run through his bio for his um, the program guide. I was like, oh yeah, Authority and Stormwatch. Oh, and Planetary. Oh, as well as Astonishing X. I was like, he. I can't, yeah, like, yeah. What is his oh, and, definitive work? And Storm, and also yeah. Transmet, and Excalibur. Doom, and yeah, then... Yeah, so it's like he had way too much stuff. Yeah. I thought there was, like, a pitch about some, like, 
really deep cut weird uh was there was something that you guys deemed like you wasn't you weren't sure like if it was too deep of a cut I thought it was something. I think there were a couple of those that we picked. Who's the guy that, that looks like... like the guy from Transmetropolitan? Oh, oh um... Alan Moore. No, you're no. talking about Grant Morrison. Oh, no, the other. The lose. Wait, with the the the. But who's Grant there's, Morrison? There's there's the guy from Spider- the Invisibles. There's right. a guy from the Invisibles. Oh, and the guy from... King Mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mob King Mob. Spider Jerusalem. Yeah, look alike. Basically, right? yeah. I think that's what, like, actually, I, why I picked it up. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Having just read the Invisibles, I'm like, I need something to read. Yeah. Here's, well, here's a few. I found I found our pitch board. Um, here's one that says. The, are those the ones that we didn't use, or the the, yeah, these are not ones that are in the show. Okay. Um, the tick has to call his former partners and tell them he has Lyme disease. That is in the show. Oh, we improvised that one. Oh, okay. That was one of my pitches. That was the one where I, <laughs> I, I, I basically wrote a page and a half, and I was like, I... But he doesn't call. He His doctor tells him that's... Oh, But it's right. the same, it's the yeah, same it's, pitch. It's, it's, it's associating them is good. The tick has Lyme disease uh, is the pitch. Uh, and uh, I should have... Uh, I wish I had written that sketch after binge-watching... <laughs> Oh. The tick recently. Yeah, the, because uh, I forgot how live awesome action, it the was. The live action tick. I I watched some of the animated stuff on uh, on the internet, and then the live action show was pretty, really. Great. I never watched yeah. the live action one. It's on YouTube. It's on Netflix. I you should. should. It's uh, a little. I don't, I don't know. It bothered me in some ways, but like, I don't know. It's yeah. bizarre and really dry, and and I yeah, I like the sensibility of that show. I think it was just the lady with the big like boobs. Bazoombas. Out. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, there was Hulk in the city with you know the Hulk, Gray Hulk, Red Hulk, and oh. Slutty Hulk. Yeah, that's... <laughs> the Carrie Hulk or just Ca- no no. Um, I think I think I picked who's that the one. who's the sexually liberated one on Car- Sex and uh, City? That's uh, Samantha. Samantha. Samantha Hulk. Samantha Hulk. I was yeah. Uh, I for one. Aren't they all? Yeah. Well, she's more liberated than the others. I was trying. I to, can't like... wait for him to Hulk in Samantha Hulk. <laughs> One we didn't get to do was Wolverine's Bar and Grill. Yeah. Oh, we oh, did yeah. that one? I still have that, I have I that script. That. Yeah. You know Wolverine what? Bar. Let's record it. Yeah, yeah tonight. and do that. Um, the Avengers locker room, uh, you know, like after a sports game. <laughs> um, that was one. I want to see the pep. Who would be giving that pep talk? Afterwards? Uh, I mean, that's yeah. Captain America, right? I mean, unless he's not on the team. Okay, West Coast. So it's like a West Coast Avengers. Well, I mean, then, then <laughs> Hawkeye's giving the, the pep coach. Or Tony. It's, it's not going well. Is like, it is it Hawkeye or is it Tony? And I think Tony's well, already at the bar. Well, the pep talk would come at oh. halftime. This is afterwards when they've either won or lost. Okay, you know? I know oh, yeah. why I know why this one was killed. This is Thorny movie trailer. <laughs> oh this yeah, is I pitched, I pitched yes. that one. Yeah. Judd Apatow presents. This is Thorny. Is that yeah. that's the parody? Did I get the parody right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Clearly, it was it <laughs> yes, was just mom. a pun, and I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, oh, I wish I wish we had written this one. Uh, I think this is a picture about Lex Luthor uh, gets uh, his hands on a wig and gets a lot of compliments. <laughs> 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 and then does he like? It's like, oh, maybe ooh, people like me. I think it's that episode of Seinfeld where Costanza yeah. gets a gets a toupee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks so different. <laughs> okay, call off the drone strikes. Keep keep it coming. Keep the compliments coming. <laughs> a bunch of keep, call off the drone strikes, you handsome man. Oh well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want one billion dollars. Well, okay. Yeah. That's... Or one compliment. Yeah. 
it's it's very strange with the long box. It, it it was sketches that were so easy to pitch, and personally for me, kind of not as fun to write because then I oh I'd have to do the research now. Yeah. You know? Oh sure. The uh, thing I mean, as someone who writes way too many pop culture sketches, I always take the approach of you need to write a good. It's like. Game, the game of the sketch, what's funny about the sketch is universal and everyone should be able to understand it. And then the specifics are are the like are the, the references. Mm-hmm. Whereas like SNL makes that problem where they had that homeland sketch when uh what's who was it? It wasn't when Claire Dates. No, uh, it was Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. So then um, and, Tank and hosted. Yeah, and it was man, if you think it should have hosted. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire sketch was just like, wasn't it weird when this happened on Homeland? Wasn't this weird when it happened on Homeland? Uh-huh. Instead of it being an actual sketch with a game that we can understand even if we haven't seen Homeland. That, mm-hmm. that was like a, an episode of The Simpsons, too. I did not understand any of yeah. the references. So, like, that's the... Mm-hmm. You have to still write a good sketch. Like, Doctor Doom gets the hiccups. It's like, well, the hiccups... Everyone can relate to... That's a sketch I wrote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone can but relate to... But it's true, though. You have to game. relate... You have to have something relatable and then pull people in. You can wrap the specifics yeah. around the Because, I mean, element. that could have easily been Darth Vader gets the hiccups. It probably could have been Voldemort gets the hiccups. Or mm-hmm. Rizza. No. Any no, evil. none of those would work. <laughs> Rizza what, gets the hiccups. Why would, Voldemort, why would Voldemort have the Fantastic Four tied up? Oh, and how would he have access I mean, And also, Darth Vader has hiccups. his breathing regulated. Yeah. He can't have hiccups. That's true. What the hell, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um... Yes. When did you, uh, when did you guys first ex- encounter comic books? <laughs> <laughs> that was my hard-hitting question. <laughs> Investigative journalism. <laughs> oh, it's on me? Yeah. No, well, either of you. I mean, uh, Anna, because you, you spent the first few years, uh, in, in, uh, in Russia, right? Well, the... I probably had comic books there. Then I well, that's, I guess well, like, that's what I, I was remember. curious about. I, I don't honestly. I don't remember. I didn't have oh, that okay. many books at all as a kid. And then uh, when I was too old for the ones I had, my mom got rid of them. So I like have oh. no idea oh, okay. what happened. Um, but uh, I I liked cartoons as a kid, and that was kind of it. And I didn't realize that comic books were a thing until probably late high school, early college, and that's basically when I picked them up. Sure. What, um, so you guys, I know you guys both have, you guys have a pretty cool shelf of, and Anna, I know you're really into Batman. Mm-hmm. But, you're a big Batman person. Right. Not, not the comic books themselves, but just... Kevin the, Conroy. Kevin Conroy. <laughs> sure. You know, it's interesting, too. I, I always feel like, especially with DC properties, I like, I like the concept of the characters a lot, and, and often will be... I feel like I will read a lot more Marvel books because within the books, I love the stories told with the characters, but then DC properties, I love the stories told outside of the comic books so much more often, like in the animated universe, the films, um, uh, even even the games. But also to me, like, I mean, the comic books that I, I kind of love the most are just sci-fi stories. And yeah. I mean... Like Scud... <laughs> the assassin droid, the know. disposable, the disposable yeah. assassin. Well, I came up with my new Scud the assassin, Scud the assassin droid. I'm pitching this to now available at to Touchstone. <laughs> available at the dollar store. What are your what are your well, what are the sci-fi comics? Well, I mean, as as much as I disparage, uh, you know, uh, Transmetropolitan, like that first book, I was really into. Okay. Like, I love those like super futuristic dystopian universes that yeah. you mostly only get in comic books or maybe once in a while like a really good like one serial. Year. 
Or yeah. not not even movies. It has to be like yeah. a, a serialized show because then you really get in in depth there. Yeah. Into the world. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, like X Files and 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 Buffy and, and y'all shows read like that. Preacher? No, I no. haven't. Wait, you guys have never read Preacher? No. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm only halfway through. Oh, uh, still the greatest. Um, it's really good. I. Well, it, not, I, I don't know why, like, my mind went there with dystopia. It's not dystopia. No. But it does. It has a big, big sci-fi premise, or not well, sci-fi, it, but like it has a big concept mythology. behind it, and yeah, it certainly, it certainly is, you know, science fictiony. Um, but the. Do you guys distinct? Uh, do you guys t- uh, like carefully distinguish between sci-fi and fantasy, or is it all one big thing? Because I, I sometimes forget to. Uh, I do kind of... because I like sci-fi and I don't like fantasy. Like mm-hmm. fantasy is harder for me to get into. Why? Yeah. I don't. I like. I am much. Well, you're a Buffy fan, though. I asked yeah, because I, I just yeah. said Buffy. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. That's vampires. No, I don't and like monsters. like like dragons, like dragons and knights and like wizards. I, I don't, don't really that... like that much, that kind of stuff. That yeah, much. I guess it depends on how you and your head categorize yeah. fantasy versus sci-fi. Mm-hmm. In my head, a lot of times, uh, sci-fi winds up having some sort of technological element or or a more modern premise, whereas but, fantasy is and like a cool hacker chick. It has to be a cool hacker chick. <laughs> what color is her hair? Oh, purple. Okay, then it's definitely it's, it's sci-fi. It's not a natural color. It's definitely sci-fi, then. Fantasy usually has magic, but a lot of sci-fi now also has magic. They're like, yeah. oh, you think it's magic? I tend, it's I really guess, science. I tend to not blindly version. follow any genre, because I also, like, there are some things... There Except are some, you just said you hated fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I'm, t- I'm backtracking already. Because I, like, I, like I like characters. Like, I don't automatically like anything with vampires. I like Buffy because I love those characters and the way they tell stories. And I don't mm-hmm. also automatically like, like, I love Star Wars. I'm not going to watch Babylon 5. So right. I feel like there are some people that are like, oh, it's got spaceships and science. I'll yeah. watch that. Whereas I'm like, no, that looks like an interesting character. And I want to know more about that character. And I, you know, that. Well, also, um, like, it seems like a lot of comic book superheroes are based on, like, ancient mythology. It's true. Yeah. And so then they basically justify it with like, oh, it's not magic. It's Thor is an alien with, yeah. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, I mean, there is a there is an alien Thor, though. Uh, his name's Beta Ray Bill, and he's uh, like a horse man. He's like a horse alien. Uh, and uh, he, it's, it's true. true. It's true. And what he is, has a... What, what do you mean? He keeps <laughs> saying that it's true. <laughs> But it's definitely something from a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant I just meant that this is not a bit that I'm inventing on no, the spot. I kn- and yeah. this, wait, so it's but an you alien said, Thor? When, but, but, yeah, Thor but Thor is an alien. alien. So what but do you Thor's mean? Thor's a Norse god. But he's books, from the planet Asgard. No, in the it's comic books, it was all realm. And the movies made it a weird oh, other dimensional planet. Oh. We're going to get a bunch of you idiots. It's a realm, <laughs> not a planet. <laughs> I just Don't you know the difference between a realm and a planet? Ah, now, which chamber the f- is the realm in? One of the first times, Bozarth was one of the first people I saw at a comic convention that I knew outside of comic books. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that was a thing that happened in our lives. Right, yeah. In like, I guess, 2000, New York Comic Con, 2007. I think it was because... Because in 2007, it was in February, and we'd only known each other for like... Was it because... A sec. Was it... Yeah, I mean, I don't think I went to the first Comic Con I could have gone to in the city. Uh, and I think I only went because Matt was able to get me in as like part of his show. Was oh, I, I was yeah. not in it. No, I don't no. think so. Well, no, he, he, he left. He left to go meet you. Is it 08? Oh yeah, no, I did. 
Yeah, I bought I bought the first edition um, Dungeon Master's Guide for Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, yeah, and then I went on a hot date. <laughs> I remember this. I remember this because he picked up the book, and I was like, "That's awesome." Then he was like, ah, "I gotta go," and then yeah. What did he say? A bit, uh, Wait, he said, I, uh, "This is gonna come in handy tonight." <laughs> <laughs> Pick up a couple of Tell tricks me in later. here. Yeah. Uh, what else? So what are what are your jams? What's your what history? Are my jams? What are your, yeah. What are your jams? Um, like I really didn't get into comics until college either. I mean, because like, I don't know. I mean, like this is. Like, as a kid, whenever I'd see comic books, they all had that sort of Lo Rob Liefeld stink on them. Yeah. <laughs> we are all... And it's we're, like... We're pouches of stink is what they call them. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, I remember getting age. some comic books. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think my parents had bought comic books for my brothers and I as part of, like... Being a child in their early 90s. Being a child, or it was, could have been, like, an Easter thing. Thing, an Easter, Easter, Easter is basket a good, thing. It's a, comics are a good Easter gift. I got yeah. a bunch of formative comics for Easter one year. Really? I got like yeah. a bunch of copies of Mad Magazine and Cracked in that, and um, but it's not something I ever picked up. And then like, I remember the comics, it was like, there's like Omega Red was in it, and he just... Was he's, being awesome? He's scary, and, and there's Cable, who's just big. Awesome? And it's just like, this guy just great. shoots guns. This guy's... Guns? This guy's scary looking, you know. Ooh, I don't, and it's one issue, and that's sort of my issue with comics is like, I don't. How do you get into them when they're already going? They've been going for decades. Uh, it's it's dense, and then like <laughs> in college, I'm like, oh, they've collected all these things into trades, and that's that's where I started reading things. So I think like the first thing I really dove into was the Invisibles. Yeah, by that's Grant a, Morrison. That's a deep end. Yeah, but I was yeah. just like, oh, I didn't know comics could be this, and then I read yeah. that, and Watchmen, and um, read a lot of graphic novels. Um, and then I met you, and you gave me The Invisibles to read, yeah. and then Watchmen, and then <laughs> yeah. a lot of graphic novels. Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, and and it's it's interesting that you brought up the art, too, because you're, you're a pretty great artist and graphic designer. Um it, is is that something that sort of drew you to it first, or was it uh, more the writing, or? Um, it was. Uh, it I guess was, what makes a good what makes for a good comic that will that will pull you in. I think it's more like yeah, the writing and the ideas, being able to get in on the story at the beginning and knowing that it actually does have an end, that there is an arc, because mm -hmm. that's sort of the thing is like, oh, it feels like these things have been going on forever, but like knowing that there is like a a, a point and an arc and and. Grant Morrison especially does like a very good job of making you know the the sort of story very dense you know even kind of incomprehensibly dense at, at certain points but <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that's what's enjoyable is like oh I've never even heard of some of this stuff and Alan you know Alan Moore does the same things like I I also got into like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen too as well you know yeah. Like, Brett, you hate up. Grant Morrison, yes? Uh, I mean, we have a complicated relationship. <laughs> he does. He has a very complicated relationship with Grant Morrison's work. There's, I mean... Mostly because of New X-Men. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's... it's right. Yeah, because that, that's, that's coming and pooping in my living room. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. No, it's no, it's not that bad. It's it's the it's it's honestly it's very similar to the way that new that old Star Trek fans feel towards the J.J. Abrams movies. I think, except that it's like a weird reverse of public opinion or perception of quality, uh, because you don't hear I don't know because people like love old Star Trek and then they like are really mad about new ones. 
I don't know, maybe it is more of a map. I'm just talking. No, um, I think it's... There's but it's just, all I'm... the things I held dear about X-Men, Grant Morrison came in and, like, didn't do it. Like, right. fucked with it. I which mean, is, like, his job. I'm but not, that's, you know... That's what fine. happens when anything gets remade, is something yeah. has to be set aside, mm-hmm. and sometimes <laughs> that thing is, like, that's what I liked about it. Yeah. Um, and other <clears> times, <throat> it's not. Yeah. But here's here's what's interesting about that, too. And I know that, like, we, we each have our own sort of peccadillos where we become that fan. I mean, I've talked about it with Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, and I know with X-Men. <laughs> you know, but then we we talk about and champion the cause of, of something like, you know, Kelly Sue DeConnick jumping on uh, Captain Marvel yeah. and changing the status quo there. And, you know, we were we were at a panel where she had... So we were at a, a panel at Heroes Con this summer. Yeah. And a guy stood up and said to her... Um, you know, I straight up don't like that she's completely covered now. I liked when she had that, like, uh... One Piece bathing the, suit. The One Piece bathing suit what? costume. That, to me, is Ms. Marvel. And he was, was, like, super intense and serious about what it. What did she... What did he think she was gonna do about it? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if he thought he was like, oh, you know what? You're right, sir. You're Hold right, on. sir. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get my editor on the phone right now. <laughs> sorry Hello, Bob Marvel. Sorry masturbates in new photo, new illustrations. <laughs> yeah, but what's interesting is it, her response was, give it a chance, and if it's, if it's honestly, if people are as adamant about this as you are, the market will dictate, you know, the sales will dictate, and yeah. you will have that back soon enough. She'll you be know? shaking that ramp all over the place. Yeah. There but, was I mean, honestly sort of a Tumblr. With... There was a Tumblr dedicated to Miss Marvel's butt. I remember like a couple years ago. And <laughs> well, it was course. just screen gas. The screen gas for butt. But it's like, that's, uh, that's another Ugh. thing that kept me out of... <laughs> Can um, you believe it? That's another thing that kept me out of comics, too, is just yeah. like... Um, butts. Butts, yeah. No, butts. the fan, like, f- fandom, uh, the comic fandom was not what it is today. And it's not as... It, it, or it didn't seem as nuanced. Yeah, to there's me. a little bit more dis- discourse, discussion about things and people being trying to be smarter about it. But let's really get to the meat of the discussion, which is uh, who are the hottest superheroes? <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which investigative <laughs> journalism? <laughs> which superhero would you bone? Oh come on! Would you really? Uh, do you find Batman attractive? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Do you find Batman attractive? No. You no, don't? No. What don't you find attractive about him? Uh, the fact that he's is not like a short, dumpy, foggy Nelson. <laughs> so are you would rather... Super, are, there, are there superheroes that are? No, I mean, like, I, like uh, Banshee is on my list. Because Banshee is, like, usually has, like, nice hair and sideburns. And he smokes <laughs> and, a pipe. And he, yeah, he smokes pipe. Okay. Which can and the be a accent. for sucking dick. And also great. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm feeling feisty. Um, <laughs> uh, Ted Cord, who I've talked about a bunch, Blue oh, Beetle yes. from uh, the 80s Justice League, because he his whole thing is he's actually not, uh, he's not in shape. Yeah. What and about then, Arthur from uh, The Tick? Uh, yeah. I was going to be uh, Arthur yeah. for Halloween one year. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dum Dum Dugan though is probably the number one. I like oh, yeah. I like this angle on it because of like it, well, who's most attractive to you because you have such a specific type <laughs> and yeah. they don't happen that much in comic books. That's true. Yeah, I mean, what about they're Jarvis? All, they're all gigantic no. dudes. It's not no fuck Jarvis. Gross. <laughs> what? He's not. He's what not hot. He's not foggy Nelson. Manhunter like morphed into a madman character. Oh, like Harry Crane. Harry Crane. Yeah. Harry Crane. I, I want Rich Summer to play Foggy Nelson 
in the Daredevil <laughs> Netflix show. Well, there you go. Calling that out. So yeah, so who would you bone at, Adam? Who would I bone? <laughs> who 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 is your superhero crush? Do you like poison that's, ivy? See, that's the thing. Is like, do you, I, who do you I've like? I never really. It's like it, I haven't really done. I mean, it's like because as soon as you start thinking, at least for me, as soon as you go like. Oh, yeah, Catwoman. She, wait, this is a drawing. Yeah, isn't it weird? Like, there's that <laughs> too, which is like, because I remember, um, like, girls, like, girls in my high school fucking love Trent from Daria. Well, does, Dar- does Daria count? Because. Oh, are you. Then Jane Lane. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I had a crush on Jane Lane. <laughs> yeah. She's great, right? Yeah. When I was straight, I had a crush on her. When I thought I was. You thought you had a crush or you thought you were straight? The latter, so the former. Okay. Uh, one, I always forget the, the name of the girl who was like the queen bee. Uh, uh, uh Brittany? No. Kevin that was her and sister. Jody was the, no. the, the queen bee. Oh, Quinn. Her Quinn nope, was her not sister. Quinn. How many queen bees are on Daria? <laughs> no, it was Brittany, right? Because Brittany dated Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Quinn was her Brittany, sister. Brittany, Quinn was a sister. No, the fashion club. Uh, oh, is Sandy? Oh, yeah. Sandy. Queen. Queen, that's so not cute. <laughs> I, love yeah, I, love, I love Sandy. Ew. Leggy. Wait. Uh, I like the one they just talked to Lisa. Uh, yeah. Are you guys getting pressure from your listeners to talk about having sex with superheroes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like, you guys a, are being way too ben, Ben's actually like, guys, not enough. You gotta sex up the show. The market dictates. The market yeah. dictates. Literally. Mary yeah, yeah. Jane? Mary Jane uh, Watson? No, Black Cat. I don't know, every Spider-Man fan is like, oh, give me some of that black cat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't know. I know how teenage, I don't know how teenage boys. No, you know what? Uh, it would be, if, if I, because I sort of fall, fall into the idea of like, oh yeah, this is a drawing and that's yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, a fictional person. Yeah. 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 But the, uh, when it comes to like personality and stuff like that, I think I would have to go with Mary Jane uh, for sure. Um, I don't know so much Black Cat because she's... A felon. She, yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, I am a clean teen, y'all. Crime does not You know, we, we're talking about, uh, you know, the um, the illustrated versions of superheroes, but there are oh, human there are, analogs. There are human analogs. So yeah, yeah. So maybe oh. we should... Mark Ruffalo Hulk. <laughs> there you go. Oof. Yeah. Uh, and then also, um, what's-his-face as Dum Dum Dugan. <laughs> oh, uh, God, you, you oh, had to memorize his name. I know his name. Bradley like, Whitford. No, Bradley oh. Whitford. <laughs> but hey, Bradley Whitford is fucking hot uh, nowadays. Not back in the old days. He's he, puffed out. He's got the old man puff. You know, when when uh, when men get older and they like Alec Baldwin, they start getting like yeah, yeah. What's happening? <laughs> this is going off the rails. Inflammation, I believe. God, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is his name? Neil McDonough. Neil there McDonough as Dumbo Dugan is also hot. Um, Hugh Jackman, because okay. I'm a, my mom. <laughs> Mom's, literally, moms love Hugh Jackman. Everybody oh, yeah. does. Yeah. Everybody loves Hugh Everybody. Jackman. How could you not love oh, you, Hugh Jackman? I love Hugh Jackman. He, seems, he genuinely seems like a good dude that's like up yeah. for anything. Yeah. Right? I used to work at a charter school. Uh, like, that he went to. <laughs> no. He was, friends, he was friends with, like, he randomly, like, I think he just, like, met the woman who was, like, the CEO of the school at a party... And just, like, loved their model so much that he hosted, like, just quietly hosted their fundraiser that was at Lincoln Center, like, two years wow. ago. And it was just, like, it was Hugh Jackman 
And, like, all of these kids doing all of these, like, presentations. They're and, all real into real steel. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, it was like, steel deep promotion for real Yo, steel. Yo, real steel's here. <laughs> what up, real steel? Yo, real steel. Yo, real steel. Oh, you know, that's actually, it's actually just the name of the movie. Where's your claws, real steel? You're mixing up the movie. You're mixing up my movie. Yo, yo, punch a robot, real steel. Now, if you want to talk about Kate and Leopold. Metals. <laughs> that is a unifying thing. So, who are your who are your superhero lady crushes? <laughs> keeping this you're fucking keeping tight. This theme. Keeping you're really tight. gonna make you're, you're gonna you're gonna make this happen. All right, I'll I'll, I'll go. We did um, ours. I mean, we. <laughs> is this what people want? Is, is that what it is? Does everybody everybody on do, do everybody vampires count? <laughs> well, see, here's the other thing for me too. Is like at 33, I feel uncomfortable discussing like. Characters that are probably mostly late teens to very early twenties. Oh, I guess 20s. all the Spider-Man ladies are definitely. But uh, but but Emma Stone is an actress. Emma Stone is an actress. Well, she's Gwen though. Do you not like her? What's that? Do I not like Gwen? Did you like Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane? <sighs> I thought she did a good enough job. Okay. It was uh, you clearly did not. Well. When you find it, when you realize that, when someone tells you that Kirsten Dunst and Billy Corgan look. A lot alike. It's hard to unsee. Oh, it's man. hard to unsee. All right. You're seeing like Smashing Pumpkins videos every time you watch Spider Man. <laughs> You're just imagining her in a top hat and yeah. a waistcoat. Tonight, Spider Man. Uh, uh, I think I mentioned this before on the show, but if you ever um, want to see a great bit of a, a background actor overacting, um, rent Spider Man 3. And in the scene where they have like the Spider Man Appreciation Day, um, exactly a year ago, you told this story. Two years ago. This is on our second episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, if you uh, <laughs> you go back and you watch the Spider-Man appreciation scene mm. where... Is when... that the dance sequence? Oh, oh no, this no. Is in one? This is in one, then. This is in three. Oh, the, oh, the, oh God. So, there's a th- they, they, I think it's when, when Gwen shows up and like is like, you know, we need to appreciate Spider-Man for who he is. She, like, organizes this rally, and then she goes, there he is, and points... And everyone that's sitting on stage, like, stands up to cheer, and there's one woman to, like, just off left, she's an older woman, and her reaction is putting her hands on the sides of her face, <laughs> making an O, a, a surprised face, and then rocking ba- uh, side to side and going, oh! <laughs> it's just, like, so exaggerated and just... Because I saw the movie in IMAX, so she was very, like, I couldn't get over it. Like, the dance sequence wasn't it for how me. That I, was it. How can I paint this picture for the listening audience? Well, it's uh, like, imagine... The, 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 what do you call those gas station oh, balloons? The... Oh, like the dancing... The, like the dancing the man. The wiggly guy. Yeah. The wiggly guy, yeah. If, if one of those had the hand parts glued to their face. Yes! Yeah. It's more like a <laughs> yeah, metronome yeah. you did. It was, like, rocking back and forth at any event. Yeah. Um, but I love uh, that's that's one of my favorite pieces of like. Speaking of uh, Spider Man, those that that trilogy, I I really liked it uh, as a kid. That a lot of uh, actors from Xena, Warrior Princess, <laughs> found their way. Yeah, well, Sam Raimi. Right. Yeah. How was he? Did he was he a producer on those shows? He was. He was the executive producer, and Ted Raimi was, I think, yeah. uh, one of the main writers. Joxer. He's Joxer. Oh Ted, yeah. Ted Raimi. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was the guy. Choxer the guy. He was Choxer. <laughs> also, Bruce Campbell is in all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has different yeah. roles. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Pointing to the... Uh, Choxer's quiet. the jack-of-all-trades, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. Did he have a show? No. No, no he there just, was a that show was just, called, that's what he called, called himself. Jack of All Trades. Mm-hmm. God, was did that? the same, like, remember syndicated That era is totally over. Yeah. What's, no, no, those shows are just going to be on Cleopatra 2525? Spi- uh, she Spies. No, they exist probably yeah. on sci-fi. I was going to say VIP, but I didn't watch it. Uh, Jocks of the Mighty slash Jocks of the Magnificent. Uh, oh. I never watched any of those. I watched a little bit of Hercules because yeah. my sister watched Hercules. I, I've, I've, I've wiped my brain clean since childhood, but I was pretty obsessed with, with Hercules? those Hercules and Xena. Yeah. How tight was their continuity? Pretty, <laughs> pretty tight. tight. Yeah. They did a pretty good job of like keeping. Can I make those... it sexual again? Yeah. Who? No. <laughs> What's your favorite continuity, you guys? What's the sexiest way to keep continuity together? Although, I've said it before, I'll say it again, Lucy Lawless, best female SNL host. Why wasn't she asked back? Oh, really? Oh, man. I don't, she, I, I don't think I've seen that. She did Stevie, ago, right? Stevie Nicks' Fajita Roundup. Yes. Which is oh, yeah. one of my favorite I sketches. Think, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a great sketch. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw my reflection in a big plate of nachos. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to add Fleetwood Mac humor to my list of always funny. <laughs> <laughs> and John Cougar Mellencamp jokes. Yes. Just anytime you put Cougar, like, oh, who do you think you are? Adam Cougar Bozar. No, but like, it's always funny. Like, you're like, oh, who do you think you are? Barack Cougar Obama. It, like it. it kind of just sounds like the middle name is meant to evoke like old women who like oh, fucking really? oh, yeah. I, oh yeah it's are funny we, uh, it's funny yeah. to do it with people named John oh yeah like who is John Cougar Carey I feel like it's like <laughs> when you think someone is being hot shit and yeah. you, you yeah. want to like make sure you're like checking them like I'm checking you who do you think you are Jay John Cougar, Cougar Ratzenberger no, he's always perfect. Does that does that often work? That that cougar fun. I don't think I've ever heard it. Fun burn. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard me say it. In uh, content, in in hindsight, I just realized that it is amusing. The my high school newspaper was called Cougar Talk <laughs> because we were the Blackhawk Cougars. I subscribe to that website. <laughs> <laughs> That's an SNL sketch already, right? Cougar yeah, Talk? it should be right. I feel like it was in the nineties. Oh, yeah. like twenty. Oh no, it was. It was like a few years ago. That okay. was um when when Cougar became like the rage. Yeah, the rage. <laughs> Did like Bobby Moynihan play a Cougar? I think uh, K- no. Other... Casey Wilson was one of the. I think it was Casey Cougar. Wilson. Oh, that's oh. why he was like maybe even Amy Poehler. No, she was off for a couple of years, right? Casey Wilson. Like a year. She was a uh, year, 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 year and a half. Year and a half. Cool, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to get back on comic, comic books. Okay, I don't know, but I. Okay, biggest wiener in comic books. Uh, wait. Do you mean like actual wiener? Or are you talking or about like, like, like scoundrel? Like, like, like Mamby Pamby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go with A. I just want to hear this. Well, I was going to say Namor. Prince Namor? Prince Namor? So for A or B? For A. Like Bigger than like Galactus? Like oh, well, do you think Galactus has genitals, though? I don't. Don't play so. this podcast for <laughs> family post-Thanksgiving. Guys, I have this really great podcast I love to listen to. Let's sit around and listen to it. They usually talk about really smart issues in comics, like, you know, like feminism and representation and whatnot. Yeah, but as soon as you have, like, yeah, oh, we're trying to be funny, and it just turns into a Kevin Smith sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. a week from now, there are, like, teenage boys who are getting their, like, iPods ripped away from them by their mothers <laughs> after mm-hmm. they heard, like, I heard your show. 
I'm sorry, I've heard the filth you spit into my children's ears. No more mat and no more bread. <laughs> I would actually I'd be really flattered if that happened. Call that show Matt and Brett Love Garbage. I gave Brett this, Love Sin. I gave your podcast to a homeless person. <laughs> Put your podcast on the shelf where you can't get it. <laughs> Maybe you can get it back when you're 18. I put your podcast on a Zoon where you'll never get it. Like, yeah. You'll never figure it out. <laughs> I hate uh, this Zoon household. You know what? A Diamond Rio player was good enough for your father. It's good enough for you. Oh my god. I had a, a little Sony MP3 player. That was my first MP3 player. It looked like a tiny like yeah. Men in Black gun. Oh, oh! It was like a like a stick, right? No, it wasn't a stick. It was like a square, but the tops were like this, like stuck out a little. Oh, uh, where the buttons were. Oh, interesting. So it was like a square with a cylinder stuck to the top of it, Seems but all one shape. Stick in your pocket. No, it was like it was small. Oh. It was it was basically just a square um, with like some. So we had fascinating. Like okay, got so stopped I, at at the, uh, the airport. The iPod came out in only like 2005, right? No, I have one in uh, 2004. 2004 so. was the first so was one. The first one was 03. I was still I was still in college when yeah, I saw the first no, commercial. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. 2003, the first one came out, and like MP3s had been out since I want to say the late 90s, like 97, 98. Yeah. The very first, the very first MP3 <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. This. Well, the oh, very no, first MP3 was. was what's the, the first one you downloaded? Well, the very oh, first commercialized probably... MP3 was uh, was a digital download of an extra track from Aerosmith's Nine Lives. That makes sense. Okay. That you could that, download through legit. Real Player. Uh, oh, well then that's <clears throat> but it was, Real Player. But I think, like, I think it was the, I think it might have been like 94, 93, somewhere around there where it became a proprietary container format to compress audio. Mine was First Smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas. Nice. Really? Yeah. I think mine I might have been... Possibly. <laughs> Mine was either Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo. <laughs> Love it. Or uh, We Like to Party by the Bango Boys. Awesome. Oh, wow. Both which, great choices. Which I probably still have both of those. Um, the two that stick out in my head, and I don't know if either of them were, were first, were um, uh, the Walkmans We've Been Had. Cause yeah, that was an that, early one for that, me. That, that, that actually, that's a landmark MP3 because I like found it <laughs> mm-hmm. using on the, the, side of using the, the internet. Like, yeah. I, I, I remember, like, searching song from, like, Saturn commercial oh, yeah, 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 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it was Saturn yeah, or something. Yeah, I remember that. And, uh, and then finding a board, and it gave me the answer. And I was like, holy shit. Oh. Like, I'm a, I'm a genius, and I have access to the, the knowledge of the universe. Yeah, it was just... The world is my oyster. But I, I, my point originally was, like, how... I can't believe it took so long... For like like those early like early MP3 devices, those are so fucking they're so stupid. Yeah. Mine was great. Oh. I think mine was oh, better like than discs. most of the iPods I had up until my phone. What? what are you or talking about? The, <laughs> the, the MP3, serious. This Sony makes a good fucking product. You what? cannot deny it. Like I even can. my my bio my bio computer I thought was kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, Do I bring the bio into this? No, I mean it was great. Hey, it was funny thing about value. Uh. I don't know. I, I I liked Sony as a kid. Obvi- now like, I, I, have, no I feel a loyalty to Sony Televisions. Why? How come? 
because I have always brand, had them. Brand loyalty. Brand You're a loyalty. brand loyalty guy. You're yeah. a Marvel guy all the way. I'm a Marvel guy. You are. Well, you guys, you're a DC person just because yeah. of Batman. Just because of Batman. But again, like, yeah. really, I'm a Grant Morrison person, if anything. Yeah, I'm more red stuff on Vertigo and things like that. But, yeah, like, I never, like, that was sort of the thing. And I guess, like, to get back to the comic books and, like, what kept me from, like, regular superhero storylines is, like, the idea that they, like, some of them are just now, it's, they're not sort of, I mean, even more so today, they're not sort of private contained things. They're, they're not, like, it's like, oh, I know all about Spider-Man, I know all about Batman. It's almost impossible to, because without even reading, it's just, there's so much stuff. I think, like, the problem that I always come up with is, like, you... Comic books cannot be approached in the same way that you approach pretty much any other media. Right. Like, you... TV shows, like, I'll watch every episode of Breaking Bad. Or, like, movies, I'll watch all the mm-hmm. Harry Potter movies. But, like, when you come to comic books, you can't come in with the same mindset of, I'm gonna know everything and I'm going to consume everything the same way you would if you were going to start watching The Wire or something. Sure. But what's so interesting, you, yeah, though, is they're, they're actually starting to move towards that format, and Marvel especially. And, well, Brett, you wrote a column about it last week. Yeah, I mean, they're starting to do more things of, like, here is a specific... Writer, artist, and character, we're going to let them tell the story they want to tell, be that 15 issues, be that 60 issues, and then when it's done, it's done. Um, but the other thing is, is like, um, they're not negating anything that came before, and it still is a chapter in what's going to come after. Yeah. It's kind of like you just have to, I, I think I might write a column about like picking your own endpoint. <laughs> In a way, it's I like, you know, Spider-Man a... might not have gotten, might ne- will never get canceled, but yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, you know what, this was a good endpoint for this character. For me, for me, my endpoint, like, I had an endpoint for a while with Spider-Man, which was, um, like, about, like, when they revealed that Ben Riley was the real deal and yeah. Peter was the clone. I was like, okay, that is... What? Something. <laughs> so there was a clone saga in the 90s. Uh, I can't believe I've never gotten drunk, cornered you at a party, and told you this whole story. (laughs) Um, There was a clone saga where (laughs) Peter Parker had a clone that showed up from out of town that hadn't been around for years. It was like a callback from like a previous story in the seventies, and um, and it proved incredibly popular sales wise and storyline wise for the books. uh, And for a while, they had there were two Spider Men. There was Spider Man and the Scarlet Spider, and they were both uh, uh, fighting crime and. Uh, the sales the sales staff sort of forced them to continue the storyline longer than they wanted to because it was selling so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of that, it got more and more convoluted and sort of just, it just drug out too long and eventually they didn't know what to do. So they said, oh, hey, what if we just revealed to everyone that it turns out Peter was the clone and the guy that just came into town that we haven't seen in decades was actually Spider-Man and he's actually Peter Parker. And did they use him for the for the rest of the Well they yeah, then they eventually like depowered Peter and sent him and Mary Jane off into the sunset and gave Ben the mantle of Spider-Man. So he was the he was the one true Spider-Man for, for a like while. A, for a year? Uh, about two, a year a and year, a half yeah. or so. Um, and then how did they loop back around? Well, the sales the sales were terrible. It. People were complaining. Girl, people hated it. Yeah, and girl, people hated it. They they had an issue with the fact that for you know over thirty years at that point, the the public at large knows Spider Man as Peter Parker. The guy behind the mask is Peter Parker, and now it's Ben Riley. He's a guy who's blonde who looks like Peter Parker but isn't. And this is too hard to explain to someone we're trying to sell this to to make a movie of. So we're going also, to say whoops. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell nerds that... But, well, how was the whoops? How did they... Well, well, what they wound up doing was undoing one of the most uh, memorable and emotional stories. Uh, in the early 70s, they killed Gwen Stacy, which was Peter's first, like, like serious, serious girlfriend. His Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then and the, the person that kind of set that off was Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. And... Uh, His... Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, right. So... <laughs> So he, uh, so Peter in Spider-Man's guys, like, like, battles it out with, uh, with the Green Goblin and has him, like, up against the wall and is like, I am gonna kill you for killing the woman I love, and then stops short of that. But meanwhile, uh, and it's sort of the same way that, it's the same way that Willem Dafoe dies in the movies. Yeah. He, um, he, like, sets up the, he, like, remote controls the Goblin Glider to come at Peter from behind. His spider sense goes off, he moves out of the way, and it impales Norman. And Norman dies. Um, so they didn't know how to turn this around, and they decided that it turns out that this is such a psychological mindfuck to Peter that only Norman Osborn, who's been in Europe recovering and secretly plotting against Peter for years, um, is alive and healthy again. <laughs> uh, and he hadn't been seen in the books for, twenty, I think, like 25 years at that point, maybe yeah. even longer. And I guess it would have been like, 18. Um, it doesn't matter. Oh, that. that's Spider-Man never ages. Right. But 25 years ago. Right, right. But like in that, in that context, I think it was like, they said like five or six years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it turns out that he'd been, he'd been in Europe. Uh, he recovered for a while because he had goblin serum in his blood and he had stronger recuperative powers. And he winds up, um, it winds up that he's just become this criminal mastermind who was slowly traveling Europe and uh, acquiring corporations under false names and uh, and you know container container corporations. The container store. Yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he runs the founded container the container store. store. Do it. Rockers. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And then uh, look out suburbia. Yep. And then and then it turns out that he says like, "Oh, Ben was never Ben was never the real one. I manipulated those results to mess with your head, and now I'm back." Uh, and I'm, uh, and I want to destroy you because I love you. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was a, it was, it was a weird, There's interesting. There's a question mark in the, uh, text box. like, I'm trying to yeah, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. But it was hot. It was a really hot story. <laughs> hot story. Hot story. But when they were, what is the hottest story you've ever read? Oh, Yeah. Was the hottest? Probably Conan O'Brien fan fiction Ooh. I found on the internet. Oh, really? Oh, what? What is the scenario? I I, do, I don't remember. Uh, I think got, oh, something tells me he was like a professor, and there was like a student. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. God, that's such a leap. Like, so just be thing. an intern at the show. This is. Like, <laughs> this I'm is, not saying that's what no, it was, but, but you know to that me, exists. The stat, yeah, it. the status but, that that yeah, was like this. That definitely exists. I mean, I'm mad about it. Make him make. Don't this no. might make some of your listeners angry, but I do not understand fan fiction no. at all. Wait, um, I, a little bit. Is the sexy kind or any? The act of well, first of all, I mean, like writing just any like spec script is a fan yeah, fiction. exactly. Like yeah. no, like writing your own story. Like oh, I get that and I understand that because like as a kid, you're like you want to make your own story, yeah. uh, but it's like when it's like yeah, it's like I love this character. Why can't I read about him fucking, and then why can't I read about him fucking somebody he's never met? Why can't I read about him taking a job he doesn't have in real life and never has and is now 
doing something that is not in his character, but it's just the name of the person. And now Disturbed he's fucking... as in Al 4, Harry Potter said, as he readjusted his Sam Goody name tag. Right, <laughs> Sam Goody, Sam, for Sam Goody, for, for mall fetishists. Well, it's yeah. not for Sam Goody. I've, I've never felt, like, I just Googled Conan Bryan and found that, but I, I think maybe it's kind of a form of comedy. To some people, like you oh know, sure. Well, I mean, it definitely is to me from the other podcast I do. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Bozarth is also uh, one of the members of the F Plus. I sit in every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So I read a lot of this stuff, and I just don't understand. I really do not understand it. Well, what was the craziest I... thing that that you guys that you were a part of that you read? Oh boy, I mean, there's a lot of stuff, and I mainly try to. I don't like doing some of the grosser things. Uh, <laughs> But we did an, most recently we did an episode called School Survival that I that I was sat in on and um it's just like listening to what teenagers are thinking with their scrambled brains, you know. Sure. Just like there's a kid who wanted to get out of school, he wanted to be homeschooled, and his parents were like, You have to get your grades up and he's like, Well why do I have to why do I have to show that I'm intelligent to get out of, you know, school? You know, and then it's just like, well, your dad doesn't want to spend money trying to educate you on his own if you're not going to do it yeah. the way it is, you know. That's and just a board, though, right? That's not fanfic. It's a board, yeah. And, but, but, like, I've, I don't know if I've read any fan... Oh, I read movie pitches and stuff where a guy wrote a, a pitch about The Sopranos. <laughs> and the whole mm-hmm. idea of it was, like, it's it's sometimes it's people who are, like, very values-driven, like, Christian values-driven... And so it's like Tony Soprano shows up, and the way he was described in this this pitch, he was dressed in a tuxedo like a like an opera soprano. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they meet people who have never like they're just like created characters that Tony is just like he's not talking how Tony Soprano talks, and then he's like swayed by somebody's Christian values. And they all have dinner and nobody fights. It's like, what, what, then why do you watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Why, why did you write this? Who is this for? Maybe it's they not... did. Maybe they watched it or maybe they I just... feel like they're like, hey, Sopranos are popular. If we can convert Mr. Soprano. But yeah. that's the thing. It's just like, who is it for? I mean, I... I, I, I did uh... Google, I did find uh, Cheers fanfic. <laughs> but it was all like, because if you go to fanfiction.net... Sebastian, my boyfriend, did dare me to find Cliff Clavin erotica. And if you Google Cliff Clavin erotica, my Twitter feed is the third result. <laughs> but it's not a little effective at the end. It's not, bad, not because it. of a thing I wrote, it's because of a thing that someone at messaged me. But still, my the Twitter feed is blog. Oh, look at you, Mr. John Cougar Ratzenberger. <laughs> but I, 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 I mean, I guess, like, but the, the, Fifty Shades of Grey was... was Twilight fanfiction. Was Twilight yeah. fanfiction. And now it's a thing. That's... Well, how many pages is that? Like, what's four... Yeah, three four, books. Like, 4,000 pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of, of, but of, now this person is a billionaire, so like, hey, it's smart. Y- yeah, it's very smart. But is, is it smart or is <laughs> no, it? I, well, okay, maybe it's savvy. Savvy, it, okay, because that's I fair. don't. It's not outside <laughs> my realm of intelligence. It's just like it's. It is savvy, but it is just like <laughs> it's not smart. I'm not outfoxed by this. <laughs> okay, okay, but I think you did answer your own question. I guess I have like but... what like people like. 
you and the, and the F plus guys yeah. love reading this and laughing at it. And I, I on the other end, it's probably pe- people going like, "I'm gonna make a bunch of people like laugh and giggle." Oh, but that, like, I think people reading, not always though. There are people that are people that are reading very Fifty Shades of Grey like reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people that read that book like masturbating. Like yeah, but they also probably well, read other erotic fiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, that's the whole, like, romance novel cottage industry. Mm-hmm. I had to read a romance novel. I took a pop culture class in college, and I had to read a romance novel. And it, it was a tame one by comparison. But because I'd never read romance novels, I was like, what? Really? What like, one was it? What was I it called? I can't remember what it was called, but I think it was medieval. I think it was, like, it involved castles. <laughs> and there was a lot of, um... Okay, uh, so describe it, and then, Bozarth, I want you to come up with the name of the book based off of Brett's description. Okay. I can't... I just remember, I just remember that there was castles... And I'm trying to, and there was something about, like, I don't know, lusty globes, like, describing her boobs, like, globes. Uh-huh. I don't know. And, like, every other chapter was, like, hot, hot sex. But then every other chapter was, like, advancing plot forward. I don't know. That's, there's no specifics oh. in that. Uh, a Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that made me think of, Mar- like, Marquis de Sade and Justine and how reading yeah. that, I was like, this is filthy. Like, well, yeah. but obviously it was. Yeah. But, like, this is stuff that would be on the internet if it was written today in a message board on Reddit. You know, yeah. like... I've been reading a I've been reading a novella called uh, The Story of the Eye, which is just about teenagers. It's a French story that was published oh, in the early twentieth century. Yeah, it's go. about French teenagers like that are like affluent, and it is just all, all like Skins? intense. No, like Skins? intense oh. sex. Yeah, like uh, <clears throat> intense and I, I was gonna say perverted, but not like. Orgies, like teenage orgies, and peeing on it—a lot of peeing Adva- on each advanced, other. advanced, advanced sex. Yeah, 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 they're 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 on the ropes course for sure. <laughs> I haven't graduated to that yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you graduate to it. I to think it's peeing just on people. Su- what yeah. happened? Why are <laughs> this? It's the Kevin Smith. This has gone off the rails. Yeah. I remember in grade school when a kid told me about how he looked up porn and about how he saw uh, a video of a woman pee on a man. Like, mm-hmm. she was in a hot tub, she gets out and pees on a man from outside the hot tub. I was, and he's like, oh man, it was so cool. It was like, sounds awful! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to stay, uh, stay off the internet porn for a while. Yeah. To backtrack a little bit to uh, Twilight, I, I've never read the books, so I, I don't get it. Um, probably because I haven't read it. But, it, it you know, and, and, and the reason Fifty Shades of Grey is popular is because it's sexy fanfic of Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. Why not just watch True Blood? Like why do you have Great to question. like why do you have to watch well, vampi- think, like vampires not have sex but you want them to why not just go and find Why don't you read Fifty Shades and then your brain your brain comes up with I, I think know, it's a little I think yeah. it's I think there's stuff. it's hard it's harder than uh than 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 True Blood is I think True Blood is just explicit visual explicitly shot right. but I think the things that go on and. Uh, from what I hear, none of us know what happens in Fifty Shades. We've only heard. It's all hearsay. It can't be worse than Story of O. I mean, it, oh, I don't know, but like, there's like a lot of it. Whatever it is, it's already in my head. Whatever it is, what there's it is. a lot of it. It's three books. There's a lot, and you Just know, like there's a lot all of three of those books were on the top ten books of 
Yeah, and that's that's a great point. Like, which one do you jump in? It's intimidating because there's already a continuity. Which one do I start? Is like, yeah. well, you have to know the Twilight stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar yeah, yeah. with E.L. James? No, no, no. What was her name on the internet? It was like something like Moon Snow, Snow Blood. Moon yeah, something. it was What's like her so Moon Snooze. Dragon Moon Snooze. <laughs> Moon Snooze. What? Is that like tobacco for your vagina? <laughs> for your period. Well, we really, for easy period. We really sense. earned the mature <laughs> audience's tag. tag on this on one. We certainly did. Ben will be shaking his head listening. No, he's mad. We can cut all of the dirty stuff well, out. we could cut all the dirty stuff. Oh, and so it's could, a three-minute podcast. We could just click right. stop and like start again. We could put This um, time, don't ask us if we want to fuck you Batman. You, yeah. The answer is you still guys, yes. No. no <laughs> you guys no, didn't tell us not to say dirty things or... I, no, I no, I know. There's no, no, there's no cursing. Is fine because I curse way too much. No, we encouraged it. We you just can never, play this for a kid and just you never know, if he asks what something means to say, I'll tell you later. I, Mommy, li- I listened what is... to a couple of the comic books you guys reviewed. Uh, Why do people pee on people? Dad, like, <laughs> it's true. And uh, we haven't gotten into urination yet. Oh, Kick-Ass, that one. Oh, that one was a... Cunt oh. up, I love that phrase. I use it all the time. Thanks, Nicole Dressful. <laughs> Wait, was that Nicole or me? I think Nicole was was saying how oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. hit girls, like, oh, I don't care that she curses all the time, but she only uses, like, masculine. Oh, no, yeah. that was me. It was really? just me and Matt on that episode. <laughs> Kick-Ass 2 That was... cannot. No, we, we, that was when we were talking about Gotham Central. Oh, was it? Yeah. Listeners, go back and listen. To, <laughs> go back and re-download several episodes. Are you, saying I've, numbers. are you saying I've confused you with Nicole? She's had an influence on me. In my in my head, I'm just like they're the same person. It's true. Do you guys get a lot of like Twitter feedback from your fans Sometimes. like about stuff? Do they like ever correct you on things? We actually haven't had a lot of corrections. We haven't had a lot of corrections. We welcome them. Welcome any type of interaction. Yeah, yeah. Um, we. We've had actually pretty positive interactions with the people that get in touch with us. It's That's been really cool. nice. Until now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like enough of that. We have it on yeah. the internet. We do apologize. We're not uh, comic book experts. We're just friends. Don't apo- I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. They no. saw the names. No, but the, but the thing is, the thing is, is like there is a. I think there to make an actual point. I think there is a. Uh, there is kind of like a bullshit, um, like prove your shit threshold for entry with comic book people that, where it's that, like that if you yeah like if you've read a comic book then you should be welcome into any type of discussion for this stuff because I think too long there's been this stupid like prove it can you name all of Thor's aliases it's like bullshit it's, it's, yeah. it's like movie hate, snobbery yeah. but you don't get that with TV it's like, like any snobbery okay. yeah. I, that's why yeah, I love TV cheeses. Could you imagine if people were as snobby about TV as they were movies and comic I think, books? I mean, it's... I definitely have been. Have you never I met a Breaking Bad fan? Yeah, I have, but that's enthusiasm. That's, yeah, that's they're, they're I, not... I want to, and, and I like to, that's sort of why we started the show, though, too, was, was in the hopes to literally try to incite some sort of positivity to counterbalance the sort of negative and and i think all that negative feeling is is always just projection yeah like it's just fear and projection of of someone else yeah it's shit rolling downhill yeah they it's got nerd, like it's their boss got, like, not brought boss got onto them then they read an issue of birds of prey mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. got mad yeah because they were already mad yeah guys i don't know <laughs> mad guys mad guys 
don't like that. So what? Matters. What's Cable's superpower? He has which guns. one? Yeah. Okay. No, oh, there's more a, than one. Well, he is okay. He was originally a telepath. Um, then his telepathy was removed, and he became he got uh inter, he got he, he got, got telekinesis. He got and telekinesis, and he was also he was, he was mostly a telekinetic, and then he just slowly developed powerful telepathy. But then his telepathy um. It, it was it deep power away. next to, to a microwave got, or something. He got a uh, he got yeah. internet brain. He got he got internet. He brain. got internet brain. Like basically, like in the early two thousands, like his brain just knew everything on the internet, and he like. So that wasn't that, that much. Oh, and it, then, it, yes. it was it was it was a good substitute for telepathy. Um, They're like his power's okay, I guess. The yeah, yeah. It's never gonna last. Well, he would have been able. Like he would have been a good person to ask. Like, what was the first MP three? <laughs> so where did his giant gun and giant muscles? The future. He went to. The, so he went to the future. Do you not even know anything about? Okay, people? so Cable's origin what, is. Why did was I, see? You're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. You're doing it now. Uh, Cable, Cable is Cyclops' son from the from a future. What? From an old, from an old yeah. So Cable. Son. So Cable. Yeah. Uh, Cable was a baby and was infected with a techno organic virus by Apocalypse. And uh, and Cable a woman also came back. The son of Cyclops and Jean Grey's clone, Madeline Pryor. Yeah. Okay. And a woman came back from the future to the past and Named said, "Escani, who was the, also a member of the Escani." The your your child is going to grow up one day to be a powerful man, but the only way that you will be able to let him survive is to let me take him into the future because you do not have you don't have the technology at this point in the <clears throat> world to say like shit. heal. To heal the techno-organic virus that's going through them, you know, imagine if like someone contracted HIV in the 1800s, and someone from today like jumped back and was like, "You, we don't have a cure yet." We should, yeah, close. but we, I mean, we have maintenance from, yeah, at this point. From, yeah. from the year, <clears throat> right? Curates. So, uh, so he goes into the future. Yeah. And Meanwhile, a year beforehand. A guy named Cable had appeared in a book called New Mutants. That's right. So Cable had so, already appeared. Okay. They retroactively made him. They well, retroactively so turned I him s- into. Okay. Uh, and and as he so he was in the future and he becomes uh, he becomes like the the sort of leader of this resistance clan yeah. that fights against Apocalypse. Okay. Which I think was sort of the reason why Apocalypse Funny had infected him in the first place. Okay. In the past, um, the. Uh, the other the other thing about it was that at one point Cyclops and Jean Grey get married and go on a honeymoon, but their honeymoon is that they get thrown into uh, their, their brains get put into the future into Cable is always like I was raised by some people named Slim and Red yeah which are Cyclops and Jean Grey and it turns games. out so their, their brains were was, thrown into the future and they spent ten years raising Cable as these two other people. And then, uh, and then they good. get, and then they come back. And then it's they like finish, the next day. And then they finish their vacation. Yeah. Anyway, so that's Cable. He's awesome. You should read some of his comics. <laughs> some of the, and some of them are really good. Don't, don't, don't shake the head. I, but like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just. Your continuity shaming is what you're doing, Bozart. Continuity your continuity shaming. shaming. I'm sorry. I feel like you should either be one. It's continuity should, is not a fluid thing. Oh man, it just goes. It ebbs. Uh, anyway, thanks guys for being on the show. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I had a really fun time talking to you guys. Uh, uh, we, should we should talk should to you friends. more often. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should like hang out and maybe do another podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Do you yeah. have time to do the, the other podcast we do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Uh, so, chamber. Anna, plug away. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, well, please check out PodTunes on Above Average and uh, The Punch. Uh, it's a beta team. 
aka a video production team for ucbcomedy.com, uh, Bethany and Anna, and my Twitter's at the actual Anna. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have, I have a lot of overlap, <laughs> um, so go <laughs> do all of those things again. Um, Your Twitter uh, feed is also the actual my, Anna. My you just tell her to tweet things. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, she's she's my puppet account. Um, I have another puppet account at just at, at Adam Bozarth. Um, and then, like we said, we do, I do the F Plus, the other podcast I do at t h e f p l dot us. Um, and I think I'm on a number of episodes there under my real name, which is scary. <laughs> I uh, make fun of the internet brazenly with my own name, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm brave is what I'm saying. I'm more brave than Cable. <laughs> um, and check out Snow Dogs coming this fall to Hulu. <laughs> Snow Dogs the series. Snow Dogs the series. I, I play uh, Chef, the dog that makes beans all the time. <laughs> He makes beans. He's a bean. So he creates beans? No, he cooks beans. Oh, okay. He doesn't make beans. Don't be a dummy. Don't be a dummy. Making beans obviously means poo. Uh, What? I can't talk too much about it. Um, Cuba and I uh, are tight lips on it. Yes, Cuba's coming back. Oh, no! You not do much else. Awesome. Well, you can always go to mattandbrettlovecomics.com. Check out some of our... Back issues, like the time we talked to Miss Anna Rubinova about Ooh. Gotham Central. It was okay. January. It was pretty great. It was oh, I love that, it. that episode was okay. Oh, it was great. It was a great everything. Um, or you can listen to us read some Grant Morrison with JLA Rock of Ages. Um, Mr. I, Jason Flowers. With Jason Flowers, where we talk about uh, electric blue Smurf Superman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a thing that happened. Yeah. And did you guys talk about Tim Burton, what Tim Burton Superman looked like? No. Google Tim Burton yeah, it, Superman. It, 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 it looks nuts. And it looks like that guy. Google Ron crazy... Paul Superman. Google Ron Paul Superman. <laughs> you kids need to know. No, you know that photo of the guy with the weird teeth and he's holding the Superman thing? Yeah, yeah. It looks. He has that haircut. It's Nick Cage with that haircut. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's made of plastic. It... Yeah. Yeah. Tim Burton. Uh, you can also check us out at facebook.com slash theylovecomics where you can like us, love us, get more of us. <laughs> that is okay. So we are the Cold Stone Creamery sizes. Yeah, you can do all three of those things <laughs> to uh, us. So you guys have the tip function, and, and you get an MP3 me. of you and guys we have singing. To podcast if you yep. tip us. It kind of looks like Loki in a Superman costume. Yes, it does. Oh, it kind of yeah. does. Uh, you can well, also um, rate and review the show yeah. on iTunes. Uh, you can yes. download us on Stitcher. Um, kidnap your parents, make them listen. Uh, trick friends. Into uh, into listening on long car rides, uh, whisper transcripts of the show to people as they sleep. Um, uh, graffiti things. Yeah, yeah. Like type that. out type out an entire episode. Uh, attach it to the collar of a stray dog and send that dog on its way. Mm-hmm. Write wishes on post its of the episode and put it under your pillow. Yeah, mm-hmm. any of those things work yeah. for us. Uh, and you can find all the links to all of our social media stuff on mattandbrettlovecomics.com under the uh, Who Loves Comics. Dab. I had a yawn hiccup thing. A yawn. <laughs> uh, as always, apologies to Ben Regib who listened to this entire episode. Yeah, <laughs> and it was probably you apologize to him all the time. Well, I just he get he doesn't like cursing. He he doesn't. He just goes oh com- no. He's converted to 
conservative uh, fundamentalism, fundamentalism, mm-hmm. conservative podcast beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh no, uh, you, ben. ben. You are the cable to our slim and red. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. And everybody on Twitter, please thank Ben. Yeah. At Ben Zotto. Uh, we will be back next week with a brand new episode where we'll be reading something fun with a fun guest. Yeah, it'll, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. So, um, happy Thanksgiving in the past. <laughs> uh, you can also check out our Geek Gift Guide. Yeah. We'll be putting up on mattandbrettlovecomics.com. Uh, we've been sifting through the uh, annals of the internet to find some really fun stuff that applies to sort of all of your uh, general geek needs, fun things to buy for your friends, yourself, or a loved one. Like a 2002 Sony MP3 player. (laughs) (laughs) Still trying to sell it. Until next time. This is Matt. And this is Brett. And we love comics. We love comics. That's a thing. What? You did it again. What? No, I did it good, and then I just kept talking. Yeah. And now you're doing the thing that you tell everyone not to do. It's, what are you doing? The best of tech, you're next. The best of tech, you're next. The best of tech, you're next. The best of tech, you're next.